On this episode of the Cash Compound Podcast, we're going to introduce you to one of our newest companions in the business. Welcome back. It's another episode of the Cash Compound Podcast, where, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting right into it. I'm having a conversation today with Staley Brandon of Greensboro, North Carolina, who's recently come on to our team. But we're not going to just introduce him. We want to go back. We want to go back in time to before we knew him and a little bit about his money mindset and what got him to this place of helping people crack the code to cash flow. What's up, Staley Brandon? How are you, man? Hey, how you doing, Jay? Do I am well. Thanks for being on our show. Let's start at the beginning, man. Um, how did you kind of find us, and what was it about what we were teaching that was intriguing to you? Uh, well, I found you on uh, TikTok, and uh, all the questions that the the participants were asking you on your live that day were just blowing my mind because I do have a background in insurance, and I'm like, this this doesn't exist. What he's talking about doesn't exist. So I just completely ignored it the first time, but I was drawn the second time. And I said, he is, he's talking facts. He knows what he's talking about. And if what he's saying is true, this is, this is going to be revolutionary if they really know what they're doing. And obviously they did. You did. (laughs) Yeah, man. Well, so far so good. Uh, So my question for you is, when you, what was was your background because you did know things about insurance and you were savvy enough to say hey that might be right that's not right is this real is this not real so what is it about insurance because it, most people are undereducated about what it can do and the concepts that we teach so what what was your background what what did you think you knew that was true or maybe wasn't so complete well i've been selling insurance for almost 30 years and um, I still had just recently come across what they what the what is termed as a slurp or a lerp a life insurance uh, retirement plan. So that was right. completely new to me. Okay. Um, but then when I heard this, it was it, it just again it blew my mind. Everything I knew about insurance just went right out the window. And and I said, if these guys know what they're talking about, this is going to be something that everybody's going to be able to use. And usually when I found uh, people who would, uh, you know, would use a, a LERP or life insurance retirement plan, it was uh-huh. people yep. who had a lot of money all the time, you know. So I'm trying to help everybody. I'm trying to make sure that everybody can can get the benefits of what, you know, millionaires and billionaires are are utilizing, but that just, that just wasn't the life insurance retirement plan. So how were you kind of trained in life insurance? What did you know? How were you helping people protecting families? Uh, We, for instance, I mean, obviously we protect families, but we don't say that that much. Life insurance normally is thought of as a protection plan only in most cases. So yeah, give us your background there. What were you trained to know and do? Well, I started out with a company that still, um, would come to your house and collect your premium, even if it was 90 cent a month or, you know, a hundred dollars a month, we would actually come to your house. So I knew everything from that all the way up to working for a major insurance company last and learning about uh, retirement plans and IULs and, and things like that. And I thought I knew it all. I thought I knew it all, but so my my background, you know, taught me a lot, 
but it didn't really teach me what um, uh, the uh, infinite banking concept was. It just, when I heard it, it just really blew my mind. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it did for me as well, because I thought I knew one or two things about life insurance and I had myself a life insurance policy and I had uh, followed a buddy from college into getting one at a company, huge, big mutual company. And then he left, went to another company. So I went ahead and switched it over and started paying premiums over there. But now I was sending in my premiums on automatic draft. Tell me, hold on, what century did you start? Because what is this going to people's houses and picking up stuff? Explain that to me a little bit. What, what were some of the numbers that you go by and collect? I, w- I want to know about this. There, uh, the company I worked for was 100 years old in, I think, 1999, I think. They turned 100 years old. And they started out specifically dealing with African-Americans because um, they, African-Americans, 100 years ago, believe it or not, could could not get life insurance. So. Right. But the, Crazy, they, huh? so the but the way most life insurance policies a hundred years ago did was they would come by your house and pick up the premiums. I had one lady that was eleven dollars and eleven cent a month. She lived at eleven eleven uh Benbow Street in Greensboro. And I I think one day I actually got there at eleven eleven o'clock. I said, Wow, we'll play that number. <laughs> Very good. Now, she did not die that day, right? All those coincidences lined up, right? I know. <laughs> no, she didn't. No. On November 11th, right? All those types of things. 11, right, it was exactly. just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, that that's a whole nother story. I know you were working with a mutual company at one point that was really famous in the North Carolina community for protecting African-Americans for final expense and burial, right? The, the original reasons to utilize life insurance and the main point. But, uh, yeah, times have changed, and the information that is available to people somehow trickled down to people like you and me. And over eight and a half years ago, someone started to share with me, hey, did you know that there were what we might call living benefits or uses for life insurance while you're alive or borrowing power, leveraging, all these words? Um, And I was like, no, I didn't kind of know that. So tell me how you started to feel and what light bulbs came on or what certain things about your old habits were hard, you know, started to die hard maybe because uh, I'm introducing you. Some guy off TikTok is introducing you to all these things and you've been in the game almost as long as I've been born, you know? <laughs> well, I remember, um, I, I'll say his name is a good ge- gentleman named Jesse Wiggins who worked at that same um, insurance company. And what we did, was basically called jet issue. It was like just uh, final expense. It was really, you know, answer a couple of questions and you're in, you're covered that day. And um, But there was no real cash. It was cash value, but it just took so long. But he showed yeah. me one day on an old um, DOS screen computer how there are other types of policies that you can actually introduce different riders, one of which was paid up additions, and he introduced me to it from that point on. I said to myself, wow, these these policies are, you know, valuable. I didn't I didn't realize that. So right. valuable during life, versatile, you know. Yeah. Exactly. And so I had been looking for something throughout the years. I never could really find anything. Don't get me wrong, you know, you you UL policies or uh, IUL policies are fine and uh, you know, different types of policies. They do what they say, but 
nothing does like this. You cannot, if you put all the uh, the bricks for this wall together for the uh, infinite banking concept, none of, no, no other concept that I've seen, you know, uh, seems to work and end up like it does. So I was kind of always thirsty for it. That's why when when you first started talking on the uh, on the uh, TikTok live, and you were doing the cups and the things, I'm like, well, he knows what he's talking about. So let me, let, let me pay attention to this because if this is real sure. again, it'll be revolutionary. So. Right, and crazy that it's always been there. Right, there's always exactly. been permanent life insurance that can be borrowed against. Now, I'm assuming in the days of going door to door to pick up everybody's 1111, it's probably a little bit more tedious to go ahead and get your loans at that point than it is now when you can just pop on the phone or log in. But, yeah, the leveraging power of whole life insurance has pretty much always been there. It just may have been a slower process to call up the company to go get that money. And when people start to understand that, it really does blow some people's minds. So here's my question for you now. What? about your life personally, financially, even professionally, helping other people, what would have been different had someone told you as a younger man 30 years ago? Oh, boy, everything, everything would have been different. Um, I, I think about, you know, you know, we go to purchase a car, you, you feel like you're begging, you know, even though you got good credit and, <laughs> you know, everything's paid up, you, you get there and they're still looking at you like, hmm. We don't know. We'll we'll see. We're gonna let you have this money, even though we don't think you qualify. You know, uh, when we purchased our home, we had saved up money and everything like that, and and we went to the and you know we made sure our credit was good. We hired a guy to make sure our credit was in good shape, and when we got to the bank, the guy basically told us, "Oh, oh, those those things, those credit bureaus. That's not what we use." I'm like, "You got to be kidding!" Well, you know, why did you tell us? You know. So I think all of those things, I can think of things in the past, the, the house we rented, um, we probably would have bought the house and then moved into this house. Um, I think about the cars, you know, we I, we had a little 2007 Versa, which is just, you know, bottom line, basically. And but again, we 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 had to sit there and like, you know, cross our fingers and all this stuff to make sure that that they were going to feel generous enough to give us a loan if i had known this none of that would have happened i would have i would have gotten the car that i really wanted i would have probably purchased the uh, home that we rented for so many years from the uh, the gentleman that we rented from and i wouldn't have had any issue we wouldn't have been so scared about going to the bank and going to you know even at closing i was scared I was like, oh, something can still go wrong <laughs> <laughs> right Oh, they're going to so, figure me out here at yeah, the closing yeah. table and they're going to send exactly, me on. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, uh, I mean, and I mean, it goes back even further than that. I mean, if I, before I got married, I mean, I would have had money saved up for, you know, the the wedding, the honeymoon, you know, all of those things happen. You know, how, you know, how it is, you struggle anyway when you first get married. Well, you know, we struggled also because of, uh, finances. I had a good job and everything, but you know, just, you know, now you're bringing on another person on board. They need things and you need things. And all that would have been, I think, completely different if I had, if I had known, if someone had shown me, um, you know, what the infinite banking concept was and how to utilize it. Um, I was listening to um, 
uh, the IBC book today. And I, I still have to convince myself money has to be moved in order for it to to work. I keep thinking, oh, this will help you save money, save money. No, no, it's not. It's got to flow like water. Who wants stagnant water? You know? so, yeah, so it's a great concept to, to, to uh, review all the time. You know, I'm back in that uh, the IBC book. If you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, fifth edition, BYOB, Becoming Your Own Banker by R. Nelson Nash. And uh, I'm back into it right now myself. Yeah, I'm, it's probably the 15th time that I've got it on uh, in my ears in the car right now listening to it. And, and you're right. There's, there's a savings component that makes so much sense to people. But of course, money in motion is what makes the magic. Money has to exchange hands to be able to create wealth because money is just the means for the exchanging of goods and services. Money in motion makes the magic. Okay. There you go. You can, Hey, People, you know I'm out here alliterating left and right, so you can have that. Put your name on it. Don't even tell me where it came from. But, but uh, yeah, so it's interesting to me because I save my dollars inside permanent whole life insurance policies as well. But those dollars in there uh, are about to move out right now as I pay taxes. I've got a pool of money and funds that I can utilize for taxes while my money stays inside the policy because I can borrow against the future growing values without even stopping them or interrupting them or being taxed on it for the IRS. I'm paying my taxes with it, you know, and we want that money to be moving. And then new incomes and new opportunities will allow me to uh, grow the policies bigger, pay back loans, pay more PUAs, as you've mentioned here, and some of those magic riders, right, that help us keep this money growing for ourselves in the future. So uh, I, I want to I take a step back here uh, one more time. And uh, I'm going to ask you about your your family. Uh, you have uh, children now, but you were a child in a family. And when we're thinking about um, the company that you actually made, it was North Carolina uh, Mutual, right? That's correct. Um, North Carolina Mutual and uh, what they did for African-American families primarily for 100 years. You know, can you tell me, just, just give me a, a thought. Play, play the game with me here, Staley. And... There's so many people out there that have been disenfranchised from understanding how money could have been working for them. What was your background at, at home growing up? What was your relationship to money? Was it hard to come by? Could your family never afford anything? Or were we like, hey, you know, we really went down a strategic path and we thought this was the best way. I've learned new things since then. But, you know, my parents or my community really tried to help, like, and then relate it to today. I think there's a lot of people missing out left and right on what could be done because they just don't know. But how did you grow up thinking about money? Uh, absolutely. I grew up thinking uh, my mother is, um, she is 89 years old. She lives in Charlotte and uh, she lives down there close to my sister. My sister takes care of her. Uh, my dad died about 30 years ago. But now if you take both of them in consideration, he was a, cab driver. He was, he was the forerunner of Uber. He used his own car as a cat, as a car service. And he made so much money that he was able to uh, rent his car out, his cab out and just drive around uh, Brooklyn uh, in a, a 1964 Grand Prix and just kind of show off. He also ran the illegal uh, lottery, the numbers, as we called it there. So he made money from that. 
My mother okay. worked for a military sealift command. She got up every morning, walked four blocks to the subway, went all the way down to, um, uh, you know, Brooklyn Seaport and was there. So they both were hardworking uh, entrepreneurial spirits. And but money, you know, it was it was kind of tight back then. It was still kind of tight. I don't know what my dad was doing with his money. My mom was paying the rent, paying everything, you know. Um, so, um, but just imagine those people back then knowing, working together, uh, and putting, putting it into, uh, uh, infinite banking, uh, concept policy back then. I mean, I probably wouldn't know about the infinite banking concept if they had done that back then, cause I'd probably be a spoiled rich brat, you know? There you go. <laughs> So they so, didn't teach but, you any good morals out there. They just they hopefully just gave you some money, a little trust fund, a little nest egg. No, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm sure they were great people. But oh yeah, absolutely, it, they were. And yeah. my mother and my mother and my father taught me about saving money, and that's what they did. They saved money and they put. I think about so much money, specifically my mother, because I, you know, we knew where her bank book was, and we would have to take the bank book and meet her at the uh, at the dime savings bank or whatever bank it was. And, and she would, you know, cash her check and then put so much money in every pay period. And I watched the, the numbers just go up and up and up on that little bank book. And, um, you know, and she was able to do a lot with that savings. But like I said, just, just think what she could have done if she had known more than just to just save your money, but to save it with interest to save it with uh, even lending out money or to not even worry about having to get a loan for anything because you loan yourself your own money and pay yourself back with interest. So, wow. I, I, that, that's, an, that's an interesting question that you asked me because I had never thought about that, but I think about, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago, just imagine what they could have done with that. Right. There'd be a lot of those 11, 11, compounded right now exactly right yeah so um very interesting thought process so one last question here um you know you're starting to work alongside us and we're training you to be able to help other people understand this concept and move forward in their financial lives and uh get out of the bondage you know that they're in and stop losing money to interest everywhere else keeping it in their family and growing it forever what is it that you want your legacy to be i heard a little bit about your parents and uh, your mother's still living. She's still teaching you about longevity. She's still being a great mom to you. Your dad taught you a lot of entrepreneurial spirit. What is it you want your legacy to be as we look to help the next generation of people understand what's going on? Um, how do you want to be remembered? Why are you here? What are your goals? Well, other than for my good looks, um, <laughs> I know, really. I, I I just want to teach my son. My son is 22, and um, you know he's in the middle of school. I want him to know that um, there's the the the, fra the phrase "thinking out of the box, outside the box." It's it, it's real, and it can really help us a lot. And I want him to just. I want his. Uh, I guess if you want to call it a legacy, I want my legacy to be to have taught him, um, just like my mother taught me to save and that I had to work. There was no, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, I want him to understand the best way to save and the way that uh, 
hundreds of millionaires. You might, I don't know if you can see in the back, in the background right there, but my wife works for um, Pampered Chef. And yeah. as you okay. know, the lady who started Pampered Chef started with a, a banking policy. She was able to start yeah. her business with the m- money she was able to borrow from her policy. So that's what I'd, I'd like for him to know. And um, I, I'm not one of these fathers who feels like, you know, you know, he, he needs to have everything that I didn't have. I don't think that's it. But I do want him to to have uh, to be able to support a wife and his family. So that's what I like. We to look read. forward to helping you do that and helping hundreds and thousands of other families be able to unlock those secrets. Right. Things that were withheld from us for various reasons over the course of the last century and however many generations that meet three, four, five different generations. So Staley, thank you for being on our podcast for a little intro conversation. We look forward to having you coach people and walk people through what the cash compound teaches, cracking the code to cash flow and utilizing guaranteed growing products that work every single time for cash flow. We're going to keep that money moving, baby, for the magic. So have a great afternoon, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Appreciate it.